welcome to Connections, the podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Iverson, and I love summer. I am thrilled that today we get to talk about all things summer, but most of our MOPS groups take a break from their regular meetings in the summer, but that does not mean that the community stops. As leaders, we know the importance of staying connected and of preparing for being together again in the fall. My co-host today is Kelly Jordan, and we are going to share with you ideas for staying connected, some resources to help you plan, and reach even more moms in your community. So welcome, Kelly. Well, thank you. That sounds like a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to our conversation. (laughs) Well, good. Well, do you... Um, let's start here. What do you love about summer? I do love summer, honestly, and I don't love the heat. I mean, I live in the Midwest, so it's a lot of humidity. So I, I definitely appreciate the air conditioning side, uh, but I do love the summer. We live on a lake, and so I just really love being out on the water, whether that's swimming or just sitting on the dock or in the boat, whatever. Um, so I just love the fact that we're outside and that so many of our neighbors are outside. I feel like I see more people and just we're able to do more things in the summer. So I like the, I like the social aspect that summer allows. I like the social, that's excellent. That's Mm -hmm. excellent. I, I too love the water. Um, although I am a pool kind of person versus a lake kind of person. My kids give me a really hard time about that, but whatever. Um, I love the change in the schedule. And even when my kids were little, I loved the ability to spend more time outside, like you said. Um, I loved that we could call a popsicle lunch. (laughs) (laughs) I loved interacting with people in our community, like you said that too, instead of being in the like the four walls of your house and you just don't want to go outside because it's too cold. But I also learned the value of light blocking shades in the summer because while I love that the sun does not set until super late, I do not love that small children also like that the sun does not set super late. So I get it. There's good and bad about summer. Uh, it just happens to be my favorite season of the year. So, well, good. I'm glad we're here then. Welcome. I to- know. So, let's talk a little bit about summer plans. You and I were both MOPS leaders. In fact, you're still a mentor for your group. What kinds of things do you do as a leader during the summer? I think that the first thing. I do as a leader and that I encourage others to do as a leader is to take a deep breath and rest for a little while. I think it is perfectly good to close the door on the last year's MOPS meeting to finish it up well, clean out your closets, but then walk away and take a little bit of a break from the planning Um, Not a break from the people necessarily. I love the people in my MOPS group, so I don't necessarily want a break from them, but I want a break from the planning and the details of it. And so I think it's great to be able to take a break. But the other thing that I think is important 
is to use the summer and what is for most of us the slower pace and plan ahead. I'm a planner. And so if I can plan ahead a little bit at a time, I can hit September and feel like, oh, wow, I don't have a mountain of things to do. But if you're not careful, you lose all the planning time and you get to middle of August and go, oh, well, I have a lot to do in the next two weeks. So I feel like setting up some sort of a, a schedule so that you get the planning done so that no one is at the last minute feeling really overwhelmed or scrambling to get things done. Yeah, that's good. I I know I'm a I'm a planner too. I was the creative activities leader and a hospitality leader, and so I feel like I spent a good portion of my summer collecting supplies for things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to get most of that planning done so that I wasn't working last minute through the year. I I admit. I was really good about getting to two days before our meeting and going, oh, shoot, I need more glue sticks for today. (laughs) And so I got to a point where I wanted to kind of plan out what was happening in the year so that I could collect those supplies and not have to go looking. And I think in the world we're living right now, where sometimes supplies aren't readily available. I mean, we've all been to the stores and seen weird things not on the shelf. Yeah, as far as I know, glue sticks are still in pretty good supply. I really and hope Mod so. Podge. I'm in trouble with like Mod Podge or glitter. If we have a shortage of those things, you guys will need to check on me because... <laughs> I'm not going to be okay. But I think as of right now, we're okay. But yeah, that's a great point. If you can do it a little bit at a time, it doesn't feel so overwhelming to your budget or to your calendar because you've spread it out. Right, right. And to be able to think through some of the reasoning why you're doing certain things for your meetings. Like I wanted to know that as a hospitality leader, that every mom that came through that door felt comfortable and welcome and like she could open up and share with other moms. And the summer gave me a little extra space to pause and think about, okay, what is that going to look like for a mom instead of being in the rush of, okay, the meeting is Thursday and I need to get this and this. So it gives me a little extra space to think. And I like that. That is such a great point that we, if we have a little extra space, a little extra time, it allows you to be more creative. And if your goal is, I want every woman who walks through the door to feel welcome, when you have a little bit of time, you can start to think about, okay, what does that really feel like? And how do I make sure that that feeling is there? Whereas if it's the morning of mops and you're out of glue sticks or creamer or coffee, oh my goodness, then you're so <laughs> wrapped up in coffee drinker. <laughs> right. I, I don't drink coffee, but I, I have friends that do. And, and you I've understand the it. importance of the coffee Ooh, creamer. I've seen it. <laughs> so if you're tied up in that, then you don't get the chance to remind yourself, oh, okay, wait, I want this to be welcoming. So I love that summer gives you a little bit of space because we all need that. Right, right, 
Right. And the previous year, if you are if you were a leader last year, the previous year is still a little fresh on your mind. So you can think through some of those things. Uh, one of the things you mentioned about um, as a leader was connecting with moms. Um, so let's talk a little bit about that, because I think, you know, throughout the year, we're we're meeting regularly. Maybe we're having mom's night out and our table leaders are connecting with their moms. And then we hit summer. How do we stay connected over the summer? Most moms still want to meet regularly. But you're just doing it in a way that maybe is not as structured or it's not the whole meeting feel, you know, where there's a speaker and a conversation and but they still want to get together. And so I think you have to be really intentional about how you're going to meet together. And I think it's a combination of formal planned things like mom's nights out. Like, are you going to plan one a month or two a month or whatever works for you? But then also those spontaneous things. Um, we have a we have a group chat with ours. And just today, so they all popped up and said, hey, we want to go to story time at the library tomorrow. So there's a bunch of them. They're going to do that or go to the zoo or wherever. So those spontaneous things. So setting up now a way for them to talk with each other. So they can sure. say, hey, this is what I'm doing. Come join me. Um, but then I think there's also a lot to be said for the one-on-one -on -one time. Like as a mentor, I'm really looking forward to calling each of the women and say, hey, when can you meet me for coffee? Or can I drop by your house while your kids are napping? Or can we sit in the backyard while they play and just talk for a few minutes? And so I'd really, I don't, I don't have a huge group. I have about 20, I think, on our roster. Mm -hmm. But in order for me to connect personally with each of those over the summer, I'm going to have to plan it. It right. can't that be doesn't completely just spontaneous. Happen. Oh, right. <laughs> I'll hit August and be trying to meet with all of them in the same day because that's what time I have left. So I have to start thinking now about how can I connect with each of them? What will work? And that's really important. So I'm willing to sit down at the beginning of June and say, okay, this is how I want to try and do this. So I think it's a combination of planned things. And it doesn't have to be some crazy big produced meeting it could be uh we have a place in town that they have a bingo night and they have a trivia night it's free and they do all the work we just sign up and show up and play trivia and so we're doing that at least once because it's really it's no work on my part other than to say hey meet me here um and then there's another one that's going to be a little bit more planned. We're going to get together for dinner. And so that's a little bit more of a plan. But it doesn't have to be some big produced thing. It can be casual. But some planned things, some spontaneous things. I think it's just I think playing into your it. strengths on that is really good, too. Like, what, what are you good at as far as connecting with people? I, I love the, the personal text or the handwritten note. Like that just shows up and I'll be honest, I attribute it all to God and how it shows up at the right time. Mm -hmm. But it's listening to that like, oh, um, you know, I was just thinking about Rachel. Let me send her a quick text. Like, don't 
don't discount some of that kind of connecting either. Um, but like you said, you have to think about it intentionally. I also love involving some of the moms that aren't leaders in planning some of those things. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's a low risk way of allowing somebody to step into leadership and then see some of their strengths. So if you could say, you know, hey, Aaron, could you plan something for us to do in June? It doesn't have to be, you know, super fancy, but is there something you like doing? And maybe you wouldn't have thought of going to a trivia night or axe throwing or something like that, but it's because it's something she's done. She brings it up and says, hey, let's, you know, let's go do, let's go do this. So have you ever been axe throwing? I have. And How'd I have do? to admit, I'm pretty good. Are you? I am. It's I. I like to say it has to probably be that mommy aggression that just <laughs> needs to get out. I'm impressed. I've never been. I think it would be fun. I'm a little concerned for those around me. I think I will need to have a really wide berth, uh, make sure oh, yeah. everyone's in a safe spot. I'm. I fear that it will come back and hit me. That it will bounce off. Come back oh, at me. I think they've got it pretty planned. I will say I did get one stuck in a ceiling once. Oh, oh. That oh. was way off the target. But that's okay. when I was first learning. Now I feel like I've got a feel for it. I did hit the bullseye multiple times the last time we went. So nice. I it think is that fun. would be a great mom activity. I do too. I do too. So, but I think, um, you know, some of those kind of connecting also, I thought of, um, you know, the idea of doing life together. That's a phrase we use sometimes. I love just saying, like you said, can I come sit in your backyard while your kids play and chat? I say, come sit. I'm going to sit and fold laundry on my sofa, but would you come and, and chat with me? I also love the let's go grocery shopping together. Now, I will say it's a little bit of a spectacle to walk through the store with lots of children. Um, and I think more things end up in my cart than were on my list. But there's something fun about it. And I get to learn products that I don't even notice at the grocery store sometimes. So sometimes just doing those day-to-day -day things are more fun when you do them together. Mm-hmm. I think that's great to just think about what am I doing that's going to take me a little bit of time that might be more fun if I had someone to talk to while I did it. Right. Right. So um, chat and fixing a meal. Even if you said, hey, come on over. I'm making lasagna today, which, by the way, that takes a long time. But come over. Let's make lasagna. Let's make four of them. One for your family, one for my family, and two for the freezer. And mm -hmm you know, you've done something fun with somebody. So I think um, playing into some of your strengths um, can help some of that. I did hear about one, I think it was a mentor that she had a really good like breakfast burrito recipe. And so she had everybody chip in however much money and come to her house and they just made a bunch of breakfast burritos and divided it up so they could go and just put them in their freezer and they had them for the next day. So they spent like two hours talking and doing these burritos and it was just a lot of fun. It was something she liked to do and she thought, well, maybe somebody else would think this was fun too. And she had a full house of people that were making breakfast yeah. burritos. 
I think moms open up when they are doing something. Like if I say, hey, come on over to my house. Let's sit in the living room and talk. Moms are like, ah, that's a little weird. I don't know that I want to do that. But if I said, hey, come make breakfast burritos, while we're making breakfast burritos, we talk. It just, it it releases some of the tension and the anxiety for some of those things. Well, that's really why we encourage MOPS groups during your MOPS meeting to have food. If you're holding something in your hands, you're more likely to talk. And that's why you and I love the craft part, the creative, creative activity I, idea, because while you're busy doing something like that, you are more likely to talk. Yeah. Um, if our hands are busy, we're more likely to talk. Otherwise, we feel awkward if our hands aren't doing something. So right. put something in somebody's hand, give them a task, and odds are you'll have a good conversation. It's the same with our kids. Yeah. You know, if your kids are doing something beside you or alongside you, they'll usually start to talk to you more than they would if you were just sitting staring at them. Now, if we could just get them to do something next to me. <laughs> what? Right? That's a whole nother podcast. That's what a whole nother podcast. do next to us. Yes, there you go. Okay, well, one thing I would notice uh, when we were out at like a park or a pool or a store, I remember that it would hit me and I'd be like, okay, I'm here with some people that I do mops with. But when I look up, there are so many other moms that are not coming to our group. And I don't know about you, but our group has sort of this, like, we were always about the same size. We'd get new moms, but as we got new moms, we'd also get moms whose schedules changed or they moved. And so we always sort of stayed the same. But one of the things that I would love to see is groups all over the globe, um, using the summer, if you're in the Northern Hemisphere, as a time to reach out to other moms in the community, moms that aren't currently part of your group, um, and, and see their group grow. So what are some of the ways that you have seen that are really effective for inviting moms to come to MOPS? I think the most effective way to invite moms to come to MOPS is word of mouth. I Always. love MOPS. And so I want you to love MOPS. I know what MOPS has done for me and I want it to do the same thing for you. So it's definitely just word of mouth, drawing people in, telling them what you love about it, saying, hey, I know maybe you don't know where the church is or you're not even, maybe you're not even comfortable in the church, but that's where we meet. I will walk in with you. Let's just give it a try. So word of mouth for sure. But I think one idea that I love, and this was not, I don't know who came up with this idea all those years ago, but it was a brilliant one. The idea of like popsicles at the park. You know, you, you get a shelter or a space. You don't even have to rent a shelter. You get a space where you set up all of your chairs and your toys and the kids are just playing and you put a simple sign that says, popsicles in the park with mops, come join us. And you you get a little brave and you walk up to a woman who's playing with her children across the park and say, hey, we're right here. Um, we have popsicles. If you want to come join us and just hang out with us, we'd love to sit down and chat, you know. We don't um, want our popsicles to go to waste. 
Right. So just like, invite them in. Would you come eat some popsicles? <laughs> it's just invite them into the conversation. Yeah. And I know that that might feel a little intimidating, but put yourself in the other mom's shoes. She's there by herself with her kids and she sees you all over there having a great time. Most women are going to be, oh man, I wish I could join them. And some will just walk right up. We've, I've been at the park where, you know, somebody would just walk right up and say, hey, what are you doing? Um, but if those are some brave women though, exactly. But if they don't approach you approach them and just say, Hey, we're just hanging out. Come join us if you want to. So I think that's a great way to go to where moms are and invite them. Um, I think that you have to have some way to give them information about your group. If you want them to come to more than just join you for a popsicle right then, and you want to say, hey, we meet all the time. We have uh, some summer plans and we have a great fall thing that we do. And so we want you to come all the time. Have something, some information you can give her. And maybe it's a little business card that you can hand her. Maybe it's just say, hey, go to this link. And it's a simple thing that she could remember to look you up. Uh, we had we asked some of our friends yesterday uh, for some ideas and We had this one idea that I had never thought of before, and that is that if you have an iPhone, you can create a little graphic or a picture that a photo that you just have on your phone and you can airdrop it to somebody and you can just say, hey, you know, turn on your airdrop and I'm going to send you this. And it it has to you can't put a ton of information because you don't want to overwhelm it. You want them to be able to read it, but simple enough. Yeah, maybe it's a link. Maybe it's a QR code. Maybe it's. Uh, just a phone number and a date or something, but something that they can look back at and have all your information. Um, Now, here's the other one that I had never thought about this. They said that actually, if you have your airdrop set on public, you can just airdrop that to anybody that's close to you. (laughs) You can just randomly airdrop people information about mops. Now, that to me feels a little odd, but if you're in the park and you've got your airdrop on public, then you just airdrop it to everybody. You could, well, which would be a fun way to say, hey, Popsicle's in the park. If you're in the park and can see us, come join us at the pavilion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, for all of the non-iPhone users, you could also keep a picture on your phone that you could just text to somebody and mm-hmm. say, oh, here, let me text it to you. Or I do not know how any other phones work, but I'm sure there's some fancy trick that, yes. them, that them young'uns know about. <laughs> Ask a teenager. They'll tell you how to do it. Anyway. Yes. Now, I do know a lot of people that use QR codes now, that yes. they just have a QR code that, you know, any phone can just scan it and it leads them straight yeah. to your website or yeah. and that's to your something Facebook I group. Think most people are familiar with how to use a QR code. So that's an easy, an easy one to do. Now, yeah. can I give just one little kind of, this is the mentor in me giving you the one little safety little piece of information about this is that if you are having a park play date or you're all meeting at the zoo, you don't necessarily want to publicize that on a public page, like a public Facebook group. You don't want to necessarily say, hey, there's 20 moms and kids and we're going to be at this, you know, at my friend's house tomorrow night at seven. So uh, you could set up two separate Facebook groups. A lot of groups do this. They have a public one where you could post something that says, hey, we're having a get-together tomorrow night at 7, message us for details. And so you put the the broad 
anything out there so people know, hey, this group gets together. It sounds like a lot of fun. I'd want to be part of it. But then you have the private group and that's where you give, you know, Aaron's address. And that's where you uh, post pictures after the event of everybody's kids and how much fun you have. So uh, keep in mind what you want to keep public and what you need to keep private. So you just need to think about that. But having a public space, whether it's Instagram or Facebook or whatever social media you want to use, is a great way to draw women in. And that just says, hey, we're doing these things. And especially if you see it over and over, you get to the point where you're like, hey, this group looks really fun. I'd like to be part of that. And then you give them the way to reach out and get the specific information from you. Well, and I think sometimes even just thinking about what are my kids involved in this summer? Are they doing any sort of summer camps or vacation Bible schools? Are they... Um, doing swim lessons at the pool. Are we, you know, do we always go to a park on Thursday afternoon? You know, what are some of the things that your kids are doing? And look for the other moms around you. The other one somebody suggested the other day is the summertime is a time when a lot of parents do like the the doctor's visits and the dentist visits. And they got a bunch of little stuffed animals took them to the dentist and offered them to the dentist to hand out to kids that were like third grade and younger when they come in to the dentist and they're feeling a little anxious. And along with it was a card that says, hey mom, we see you're doing something awesome like taking your kids to the dentist. We are a other group of moms that meet together to do this mothering life together and had this little card. So, mm-hmm, and the mm-hmm. dentist was like, yeah, I'll gladly hand out stuffed animals to kids. Like they'll think mm-hmm. I'm amazing, you know, but <laughs> at the same time, it was like advertising for this mom, this mom group. So mm-hmm. I think you can think out of the box um, sometimes for some of those, but I like, like you the, said, start off word of mouth, still right. the best. Right. And I, I like you talked about, you know, if you're doing soccer or whatever sports going on in the summer with swim lessons or whatever, you're there at practice or at games a couple, two, three, however many times a week. And so I need to say to my little introverted mom friends, and believe me, I'm kind of one of you sometimes where you're tempted to just sit in your car and read your book, you know, during that time. Instead of that, be brave, be bold walk up to another mom and just say, hey, can I stay here next to you? Because you're both there. You have something in common because you're there for the same reason. So sit next and just strike up a conversation. And the easiest thing to talk about first is to talk about their kids. Tell me what he likes. Why does he love soccer? Um, Why did he want to take swim lessons? Whatever. So find what's in common, start a conversation around it, and then it becomes far more comfortable for you to say, hey, I've got this great group of women. If you're not involved in something like this, I would love for you to join me. So that being said, come on out of your car and have a seat next <laughs> to another woman. And believe me, I was that woman. Yeah. And I'm like, I would rather sit here in my car and read. Right. But right. I always know how good it made me feel when I got out of the car and I sat and I had an adult conversation <laughs> with someone right. else. Right. And I'm not, you know, we're not knocking the the taking advantage of a few minutes oh, of silence. No. Make it a make it a a 
you know, a habit to say, okay, today I'm going to sit in my car and read my book, but tomorrow I'm going to go talk to that mom. Mm -hmm. And the next week, maybe I'll say hi to her and then say, I have to go make a phone call if you feel like I still need that space. There's a way to do a little bit of both. So I agree mm -hmm. with you. Sometimes we just have to be a little brave ourselves. Mm -hmm. So, so uh, like I said, in the summer, it's a great time to think about growing your group. But it's also a great time for us to personally grow as a leader. And at Mops International, we have quite a few opportunities for leaders to grow themselves mm -hmm. over the summer. Um, what are a couple that you can think of right away? And I'll fill in a couple others. Okay. I really love our online leader training and certification. Uh, which is a series of videos that are divided into courses that are available to any leader. And we have one course that's all about called All About Mops, and it is the basics, the foundation. This is what Mops is. This is how Mops groups function. This is your role in Mops. And every leader should take that course. That's how you become Mops leader certified. You get a certificate and everything. So, that's definitely a great place to start. But then there's also lots of other videos there that deal with things that leaders deal with all the time. There's some about how to build your confidence as a leader, how to manage conflict uh, uh, in your team or in your group or just in your home. Just how do you manage conflict? Uh, there's one that talks about how um, we are supposed to be collaborators and how do you work together with other people? How do you be a problem solver? You know, sometimes we look at an obstacle and we're like, I don't know what to do about this. And a problem solver just figures out a way to climb over it. And so there's a course that talks about that. And so lots of courses for you to pick from. Um, if you work with a military group or a mom's next group or a teen group, if you are a mentor, if you are a discussion group leader, we have courses specifically for you. And so I think that is a great place to start. And all of the videos are the average is, you know, six, seven, maybe eight minutes long. Right. And so really they're not long. And a course might have five, eight minute videos. So you watched one now and you watch one tomorrow and you just work through it at your own pace. But I guarantee you will learn something and they're really easy to listen to. You don't even really have to watch the screen because right. you can you can fold laundry or do something else while you're listening. But it, it is really a way that will develop your skill as a leader. I like the leading discussion ones because even if you're not a discussion group leader, there is going to be a time when you may have to step in and lead a discussion, whether it's at MOPS or something else. And there are so many good things to learn in how you do that well. Mm -hmm. So, And it's a, some of them are geared towards a MOPS leader. Some of them are geared just toward leaders in general. So no matter what you lead, there's some good things there. All of these courses are available to a leader free of charge. I mean, it, it's not going to cost you anything. If your group is renewed, you have access to all of these things. So I would really encourage you to check it out and find, just start with one, just find one that really interests you and go from there. Yeah. I think we also have some resource masterclasses that are going to be available in June, um, but then the recording of them is going to also be available. So if you're on vacation in June, or like Kelly said at the beginning, you're like, nope, I'm taking the month of June off, you are not going to miss it. 
they will still be there for you. Uh, we're going to give you a new leader site tour. We're going to show you how group management tools works and the manage your group section of the website and how you can uh, support your moms well through that. We're going to talk about how to use Canva to design some fun graphics or things that you could use to help pass out information about your group, whether that's socially or physically. Um, and we're also going to talk about how uh, how to run a digital meeting, how to use the digital resources from the leader's website to run a meeting. Like we know there's some technical pieces and we've heard from leaders like I'm not I'm not a tech person. Well, we are going to make it super simple for you. Um, and so those are just uh, the four classes, the master classes that we're doing in June. What I think is so fun about those master classes is that they're going to be done through Zoom. So you'll be able to interact with us. So if you come live, you're going to be able to ask questions. We're going to share our screen. Uh, we're going to be able to just really interact which I think is a lot of fun. We can't always do that. We can't do it in podcasts for sure. And even in webinars, it's a little hard to do. So this is a really interactive thing. So if you can come live, come live. But if you can't, the recording is going to be there for you. What else do we have for the summer? We have Summer Jam. Mm -hmm. um, if you are a coordinator or an assistant coordinator, you have the opportunity to participate in Summer Jam, which is really a kind of a low commitment, um, but a lot of encouragement and fun and a way to it's learn. It's a party. Let's admit it. It's a party. It's a party. It's a jam. It's just kind of a laid back virtual party. <laughs> right. And it, there is a Facebook group. And so if you go to Facebook and you search for Summer Jam, it is a private group. So if you search for Summer Jam and then ask to join, as long as you're a coordinator, uh, they'll let you join. And they post something new every day. Sometimes it's something fun. Sometimes it's a leader tip. They go live on Thursdays with some conversation that leaders care about. And uh, it is a great way for you to connect not only with uh, some of our MOP staff and our just tremendous volunteers, but also for you to connect with coordinators all over the world, because there are hundreds and hundreds of coordinators that are part of this group that are all in there talking. So if you need an idea, you jump in and you ask a question. If you have an idea to share, you jump in and you answer somebody's question. It's a great way to get involved. It is. And I love that you can connect with coordinators um, on another continent, but you can also put out the, hey, I'm in Portland, Maine. Are there any other coordinators here? And you can find the coordinators that are near you and connect with them as well, too. So that's a yeah. fun, that's a fun way to do right. that. Right. And it kicks off like right now. And so you, if you sign up for Summer Jam before, I think it's June 6th is when it officially kicks off. So you, if it's before June 6th, when you're listening to this, <laughs> um, you haven't missed anything yet. So jump in. Um, but no matter when you listen to this, you can jump in anytime, all summer long. Yeah. They're going to be there. Lots of things. We also have um, a new version study coming out if you want to um, take some time to develop um, maybe your spiritual muscle over the summer. So in July, we're going to talk a little bit about evangelism. And I know evangelism can be a scary word sometimes because it's big and we have like visions of trying to talk to people. But I don't think 
it's that big of a deal. It's um, it's just sharing what Jesus has done in your life. And so in July, we're going to talk a little bit about that. Um, we want you to be comfortable with that concept. Um, so we have some great things planned in July for that. I'm really excited to share some of those things. And you mentioned the version study that will be released in July for us to all work through together. But there is another version study available to you now. Um, if you go to YouVersion and you search for MOPS, you'll find three studies. There's one from last year's theme. There's one called Attributes of Love. And then the newest is called We Go Together. So it will help you wrap your head around what this new theme means and the biblical basis behind it. So I would encourage you and your team to do that together. It would be a great thing to do. Um, it's called We Go Together. And then the new one will be released in July. Yeah, it would be really fun to start that, when you start a plan, you can invite friends and invite your whole leadership team. And I don't care if you're the coordinator or a discussion group leader, you can still invite all of your friends to join you or all of your leadership team to join you in doing that. And sign up for it. You click study with a friend. Mm -hmm. And then you can add as many people as you want. It's very easy to do. You can share comments together. You can talk about it. So it's a great option. Yeah, I, I enjoy doing that. Um, so that's just some of the ways that you can grow yourself over the summer. The other thing that leaders like to do over the summer is plan for right. the fall. Do you have a favorite tool um, that you use for planning? This is so hard. <laughs> you love so them all. Many favorite tools. Okay, I can tell you my favorite office supply is a good pair of a good set of flare pens and uh, an empty calendar because I just like to write things down and so get those. Oh, I but love then, office supplies too, and it's true. Yeah. Summer means the new planners are out. The school year planners, so yeah, I always feel like summer around. needs a new planner so that I remember training dates and meeting dates and I don't schedule a dentist appointment on a MOPS meeting day. So I agree with you. I love those kind of tools, but MOPS has some things that will help you as well. And uh, I love the curriculum that MOPS puts out there for you to use. And my group is one that we use the videos a lot. We do bring in guest speakers every now and then, but we do use the videos quite a bit. And I love the ease of it. So over the summer, what I do is I uh, print out the list of all the videos that are available, and then I watch them. And some of them are eight minutes long. Some of them are a little longer. This year, we have a couple that are in the like 30 minute range. So we've got a couple of longer ones. So set aside some time, but I watch them all. And then I can pick and choose the ones that I think will fit at what times of the year. So I, I definitely start there. And then uh, we really use the meeting plans that MOPS gives, all of the activity ideas. And sometimes I move them around or I add something in that I've thought of, but I really do use those resources. To me, it just makes it easy to plan, but it gives you a great starting place. You don't have to use every little piece that MOPS offers, but it gives you a great starting place and you pick and choose what's going to work the best. You add in the, all of the creative ideas that you and your team come up with. But um, I love starting with that list of videos 
because that gives me great ideas for topics. I also like to ask the moms in our group, what do you want to talk about in the fall? And then if there's something they want to talk about that doesn't line up with a video that's offered, then we can use the MOPS library to find a video from years past or we find a speaker to cover that topic. So I think it's looking at what's available from MOPS and asking moms, what do you want to talk about? That's always where I start. Yeah, and as a mom and a leader, you have so many things that you already do, are in charge of. Don't reinvent the wheel on this. You know, if it's already laid out for you, use the resources that are already there. The other thing that MOPS provides is a retreat planning guide, mm -hmm. which that's one of my favorite parts as a leader over the summer was always our planning retreat. And one year we went away to one of our mentors. Uh, she had a cabin. We went there and spent a, an overnight and did planning. But we've also had the years where we planned like three evenings throughout the summer um, mm -hmm. because we just didn't have the ability to get away for a weekend and make everybody's schedule line up exactly right. Uh, so we have some options in the retreat planning guide for different ways to plan. Mm -hmm. um, it's not one, one agenda. There's a couple different ways, but it helps you really cover the topics um, that you need to think through as a leader as you're planning out for the year and do some of the things you said. What do our moms want? What do we think is important? So we give you some brainstorming tools and some ideas for thinking ahead. What do I want my group to be known for? I think that's a great question to ask your team over the summer. It helps you focus in on the things you want to use and discuss in your group. So our retreat plans will help you walk through that. And and like you said, whether it's a weekend or it's a three Tuesday nights, you know, over the summer, it doesn't matter. Um, retreat just means that you've set aside time for something. So just set aside time for planning so that again, when you hit August, you're not all scrambling to try and finish up. Yeah, and we can put a link to the retreat plans in the show notes, but if you are listening to this and kind of scrolling through the website, if you go to the new leader website at leader.mops.org and you click start here, which just makes sense. I just want to start here, right? When you scroll down, there is a section called planning for leaders, and that's where you're going to find that information. So, but I'll put the direct link in the show notes as well. Is there anything else that you want our leaders to know or to think about when we are talking about summer plans with moms? I, I really want you to rest. I feel like you finished the year. Um, it's like you've run a marathon and you can't run two marathons back to back. I, I, I don't run, but my friends, that but do, I've been told <laughs> my friends that do tell me that you have to have a recovery period between two races. And so that's kind of what this is like. It is your time to rest and refresh a little bit. So we definitely want you to do that, but don't miss the opportunity to learn something new something that will benefit you and your MOPS group or just something that you want to learn. So use some time this summer to learn something new. But then I also think that it is a time for you to think ahead. And if you ended your year with say 
15 moms, that's great. But what can you do now over the summer that will help you start your group with 25 moms or even with 16 moms? I mean, even just one more. What can you do now that will help your group grow, help you reach more moms? Because that's really what it's about. How will what can you do now that will help you open your doors a little wider and invite even more moms into your community? That's what um, I'm praying will happen for you this summer, that you'll have the chance to rest, the space to be creative, and the opportunity to think about growth. Yeah, and I think you hit that just correctly, is this is a time to rest. And I know we just talked about a long list of things that you could do this summer. We, I hope you hear this, we are not telling you to do it all. We're suggesting that you pick what best suits your need and do that this summer. And so if it's one thing, if it's two things, if it's multiple things, if you can divide it up among your leadership team and everybody does what works for them, that's what we're suggesting. You don't have to do it all. You need a rest. Right. Yeah. Well, thank you, Kelly. Um, And thank you, leaders. We want you to know that this year... We are going to come together as friends and leaders and show the world the remarkable things that God can do. And as we do that, we hope that you will find sisters who help you feel like what you do is not impossible. May you find boldness in your purpose and comfort in being known. And may you say yes to the new things that God wants to do in your life.